It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Good to have you with us midweek as we record this. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to hear the first part of Terry McLaurin, the Redskins' now second-year wide receiver, almost 1,000 yards last year. If he would have played 16, easily would have eclipsed uh, that. Such a articulate, well-spoken, great young building block for this Redskins offense and this Redskins team. We will hear from him as well. Lots of controversy, of course, over the Redskins' name. Lots of buzz around that uh, and a ranking of worst to first. This particular episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Get it at rockauto.com. All right, so let's get to it right away, right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast so that we don't waste too much time. Uh, I am your host, again, Chris Russell. You can follow me on Twitter at WrestleMania621, at WrestleMania621. As well, you can follow the podcast at Locked Redskins. You can follow as well at Redskins SI. RedskinsReport.com is where I have uh, all the Sports Illustrated um, coverage of the Washington Redskins, me and my crew. Um, again, at redskinsreport.com, there's videos, there's lots of written coverage, uh, lots more that we can do with different forms of media uh, than just the audio form of media. So we try and complement it. A lot of the things we talk about here on the podcast are going to certainly be covered uh, over there. Uh, and we'll get you set for the upcoming 2020 season. So redskinsreport.com. Occasionally you can listen to me on 106.7 The Fan and the radio.com app um, when they let the uh, the old rooster out of the cage as well. Warpath Magazine, available digitally or via subscription in print, newspaper-style magazine, uh, edited, published by Rick Snyder, uh, available for subscription now through American Sports Media. So you can check me out all over the place. Uh, and I really appreciate you spreading the word and continuing to download and help us out because we never stop. Much like the Redskins, trust me, we never stop. All right, let's get to it. Terry McLaren, part one. So he caught up with the media last week uh, because of the special Locked On Roundtable and because of our kind of summertime here schedule from June until uh, July of kind of doing some reduced shows. Uh, We're a little bit behind in terms of getting this to you. 
This, instead of just a straight-up press conference, is going to be question-and-answer style. I'll set up the what he's talking about, and then you'll just hear from Terry a little bit different uh, than what we normally do because, well, that's how my buddy Tom Brock Plyman sent it to me. So we will do as he helped us with, and we certainly appreciate his help at 106.7 The Fan and as well, uh, redskins.com for making the audio available for us. So let's get to it right away. Terry McLaurin uh, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. The first thing he addressed was how weird this offseason is when you consider there's no on-field grass work at Redskins Park. There's the virtual training. And again, we don't even know if training camp is going to start on time. We think it will, and we don't even know exactly what date it will. Terry McLaurin on a weird offseason. Yeah, well, this has been very different. Um, this being my first full offseason, you kind of go in there with a mindset of what to expect, but then it doesn't necessarily go. Um, nobody could have planned for this to happen. So it's actually kind of ironic. Um, I've been working out since the Wednesday after the Super Bowl. And at the time, I felt like it was a little early um, to be starting to work out, possibly from what I was hearing from other people. But it actually worked out in my favor because before everything got shut down, I had two full months where I was working out, running routes, uh, trying to improve the things that I set out to improve on in the off season. Um, so it's been different. It's been an adjustment, but I feel like in the pros, you have to be able to prepare for anything. That's why you're a pro. So um, I feel like our team has been working really hard individually and trying to come together in Zoom calls and, and um, just try to be as prepared as possible. To me personally, I just want to make sure that I'm continuing to run routes, um, lifting some, but mainly just make sure I'm running a lot because uh, getting back to Ashburn when we come back for camp, uh, that's why I'm going to be asked to do run a lot of routes and, and get right into it. We don't have any time to waste. All right, so that is Terry McLaren on a weird off season. Let's get right to cut number two. McLaren took in a little time off after a rookie season. Uh, you had the Rose Bowl. You had the Combine. You had the pre-draft process, the post-draft process, right into mini camps. He did get a little bit of time off last year. Uh, how much of it? Don't know exactly. You know, when you're a rookie and you're trying to make uh, a, a big impact, uh, you tend to overdo it and maybe burn yourself out. So certainly a little vacation, a little rest, a little time away, uh, maybe recharge the batteries, that type of thing. And he talked about just that. I, I took the first month off. I didn't really do anything in the month of January. It had been a long year, basically, from the Rose Bowl to that time with the last game where I didn't play against Dallas. Um, but, I mean, I just felt like it was time for me to just take the month off, get my body right, and then just get back to it. I felt like I still have a lot of things I'll continue to try to improve on. Um, and I, didn't, I felt like I had any time to waste. And, I mean, really what was a contributing factor as well is just thinking of – playing football full year and then getting right into training for my rookie year. So I knew my body could handle it, but at the same time, I just wanted to get some time off and then uh, jump right into it. All right, we continue along with Terry McLaren here, part one of letting you hear from the Redskins' now second-year receiver. So much want to call him a rookie, but he's not a rookie anymore after uh, almost 1,000 yards last year in 14 games. So with – Becoming the number one receiver, now there's pressure on him to take that next step, right? To go from 
the mid-900s to play in hopefully 16 games. He only played in 14 last year. Now there's pressure. Okay, can he, of course, get over 1,000? Yes. But what about 11 or 1,200? What about 10 touchdowns? I mean, the offense should be better. The team should be better. Can Terry McLaurin be better? Uh, just continue to attack the ball. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of expected um, press coverage to be tough in the NFL, but um, those are really what win games, I feel like, when you have a receiver that can win those one-on-one battles. So continue to um, try to dominate, catching the ball, contested catches, and uh, just continue to keep make sure my feet are clean, um, continue to make good habits, the way I run routes, the way I come out of my routes the body language I'm giving to the quarterback and then just the mental side of the game, but just studying myself, see what tells I'm possibly getting because now teams have a full year of film on myself. So um, some of the things that I may have possibly doing in the past may not work as easily, but um, I just try to continue to focus on what I can control and not get complacent. While I'm happy what I did last year, um, it's, it's done and over with and I'm excited to get um, started for 2020. All right, once again, we're letting you hear from Terry McLaurin, Redskins now second-year wide receiver. And you've heard so much, and you heard from Dwayne Haskins on the last episode. Why don't we hear from somebody who's worked with Dwayne from their days at Ohio State and, of course, joined together in their rookie year in Washington, now working together this offseason back here in Virginia. Terry McLaurin on Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, um, Dwayne's looked great. Um, I, I've been here working out with him in Virginia the last month or so, and um, he looks really cut up. He's slimmed down. Um, you know, he's he's having fun again, I feel like. Um, a lot was thrown at him his first year, and you're not going to make any excuses for him at all. But um, I feel like just his focus is great right now, um, physically, mentally, his personal life. He's um, clean some things up as well, and you know he's ready to uh, prove a lot of uh, prove himself right, really, and just be the the leader and the quarterback that this franchise needs and deserves. And he knows that it's going to come with work, dedication, but he's taking the right steps, and and he's just not worried about um, you know throwing with no opposition right now. That's not really too hard, um, but he can't wait to get back when we get with our teammates and then seeing some other teams this season and be able to showcase what he's been working on this whole season. So uh, he looks really good, and uh, I'm happy for how far he's come. All right, so that is Terry McLaren on Dwayne Haskins. Coming up, part two of McLaren, and we will have more on McLaren on the next episode, actually, because he talked for so long. Again, he's so articulate. He's such a good dude. He's so thoughtful that you just can't, I can't get enough of Terry McLaren. I mean, if every athlete was cut from the same cloth as Terry McLaren, you you just, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, For those of you that have paid attention to everything that we've tried to bring in, you know, I'm lucky enough that I've interviewed him a couple of times and talked to him at his locker and a couple of, you know, we had a one-on-one last May when nobody really knew much about him and I was trying to convince him hey you know I love you as a receiver and it turned out that he was their best receiver all right it is Chris Russell here for rockauto.com guys we keep telling you that if you have a car that maybe you don't have a warranty maybe you 
need a new car, whatever the situation might be, you're trying to extend out the life, you're trying to live without a car payment, right? All of these things are important. Getting the right auto parts at the right price and without getting gouged is just as important as doing all of that. And here's one way you can do it at rockauto.com. You want to be with a family business. You want to be where a place that doesn't have the overhead that these big auto parts stores have, where they're going to gouge you, where they're going to overcharge you, where they're going to take advantage of the fact that maybe you're not an expert. Maybe you're not a dealer. Maybe you're not somebody that they see every day, right? RockAuto.com is serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers, especially if you want to avoid going to the mechanic where they charge ridiculous labor rates. Maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer. Maybe you got a buddy that knows how to do a car. Whatever the situation might be, go to rockauto.com and you get the parts at great prices. Again, easy to navigate on the website, easy to see all the different parts and all the different choices and all the different brands. Go to rockauto.com and when you get ready to make your order right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you back here right on the Locked On Redskins podcast. So we'll finish up part one of, well, this is technically part two, but day one of Terry McLaurin as we try and stretch out the sound for you uh, and also deal with the fact that there isn't a whole lot going on that Redskins fans are interested. I got to be honest with you, Redskins fans do not care about many things. I think you all know this, um, you know, in the coronavirus era that we're living in right now, it's hard for everyone. Redskins fans do not care about the name change anymore. Redskins fans, and and they haven't for a long time, they don't care about Colin Kaepernick. They don't care about a lot of things. I'll just leave it at that. They don't want coverage of kneel downs and protests. They don't I'm sorry, that's just the reality of it. So we try and focus on as much football as we possibly can while not ignoring the other big societal issues uh, that are at play here. So that's how we kind of do it. Um, Whether that's the right philosophy or not, I don't know. Uh, But that's just what I found based on reaction and interaction and the numbers uh, and just me being... And using common sense, covering this football team for as long as I have. All right, let's get back to it with Terry McLaurin. A couple of more cuts here to wrap up this particular episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast with Terry. And then we'll come back and we'll finish it up with some of that other stuff that we were just mentioning. So, McLaurin talking about Dwayne Haskins' last segment. Now he's talking about, well, himself. Asked, you know, look. 
you're now going into your second year. You're almost at 1,000. You're the number one wide receiver. Yes, you have more help this year, but more pressure put on you. New offense, new everything. You're now expected to be in that range of, again, a guy that teams can count on for somewhere, let's call it between 1,100 and 1,300 yards. Maybe that's unfair. Maybe that's unfair. But certainly I would say anything less than 1,000 would be disappointing, right? Um, Unless he's playing 10 or 11 games, and even that would be a disappointment because that would mean he wasn't able to stay healthy. But assuming that he's able to play 14, 15, 16 games, people are expecting Terry McLaurin to be over 1,000. And that's, that's fair. That's reasonable. That's a step up. That's progress in year two. Terry McLaurin, now that you're a star... What do you say about that? Uh, that's, a, that's a really good question. And um, because it's a, the attention is different for me. Um, you know, we play on a big scale at Ohio State, you get that type of attention. But, um, you know, I was kind of the guy who just did the dirty work, stayed behind the scenes and made plays when um, they presented themselves. But now I'm kind of in a role where um, last year, you know, I was expected to do a lot. And, you know, I, I welcome that. I really felt like I was prepared for that. Um, but like the media request and like the attention is just a little different. I'm trying to come out of my, I wouldn't say it's a shell because I say I'm an extrovert, but um, just getting used to kind of being possibly a voice for your team and being one of the, the leading young players is, um, you know, very intriguing for myself, but I just try to take it in stride, stay humble, um, not be complacent with what I've done uh, because there's so many things I feel like I can still do to get better and help our team. So with a new staff, I'm, I'm, my mentality coming into camp is to prove it like I tried to do that for Coach Gruden and our staff last year. Um, coming in with a day one mentality, trying to learn as much as I can and um, just be a guy who can take that next step and um, somebody that can continue to be depended on this upcoming season. All right, so on a team that has a lot of young players and especially at his position group, a lot of young players, if you think about it, right? Steven Sims, rookie last year. Kelvin Harmon, rookie last year. Antonio Gandy-Golden, rookie this year. If you want to throw Antonio Gibson, rookie this year. You want to throw Cody Latimer, I mean, who knows if he's even going to be out of jail. Who knows if he's even going to be on the team. He is a veteran, but that's it. He was signed only because they couldn't get a deal done with Amari Cooper, and I know that's a big drop-off, but he was their veteran receiver, at least for now. I don't really try to get into being like the alpha per se, but um, I know I try to, you know, set a good pace to the, our workouts and things like that. Try to go first when we're running routes, try to run the route right, try to set the right examples for the guys that we're throwing with and just try to make it look good. Try to make com- Dwayne feel comfortable as possible um, is my main objective and just making sure I'm coming out there with a, a focused mindset of what I'm trying to do to get better. Um, I feel like when you go out to work out, you should have a plan of what you want to get done, what you want to accomplish, and you shouldn't just be out there just doing things. So I try to visualize coverages. I try to visualize splits. We have guys out there that are kind of shadowing, giving us looks. So um, it's trying to take the next step in really um, honing my game. But Steven and and Kelvin look great. Um, I, I could clearly see the improvement that they've made in their games, and I'm just excited to be a part of that group. So sees me as the alpha or not, I just want to be a guy that um, is 
a guy who could dominate and, and, and help this team. All right, one more here from Terry McLaurin, Redskins' second-year receiver out of the Ohio State University. We go to Terry McLaurin talking about his new offensive coaching staff. Remember, Noah Killyard this year did a pretty darn good job with the rookie wide receivers that we just talked about. Of course, Jay Gruden fired midway through last year. Now the Jacksonville Jaguars offensive coordinator. Uh, Ike Hilliard in Pittsburgh. And now Scott Turner, the offensive coordinator. Um and Coach Hostler, uh, a wide receivers coach that was with Rivera uh, in Carolina. So all of this is kind of new to Terry McLaurin, trying to develop these relationships without being able to actually work together in person. Coach Haas and um, Coach Turner have you know, expressed where they possibly see me as playing the X, but they don't want me to get so bogged down and just I'm going to play the X that I won't play Z or, or even the slot. And I've been trying to learn it all conceptually. And I feel like that gives our team versatility. I feel like it gives me versatility. And um, it's something I feel like I can handle mentally, um, just learning conceptually this new offense. It's not too hard. They, they break it down pretty easy for us. But the next step is just getting out there and doing it. I feel like I learned well taking notes and doing the Zoom meetings, but getting out there and physically getting the reps, the good reps and the bad reps, this is what really I feel like going to make me fully um, – uh, comfortable in this offense, but I'm excited to play wherever they put me, to be honest. X is kind of like your boundary receiver, your one-on-one guy. Your Z is kind of like your flanker who moves with the formation, and your F is like your your typical slot. He, he can move anywhere as well, but um, in this offense, which is nice, I can be, quote-unquote, the X, but I'm really the Z in a certain formation, so that versatility is very important for, I feel like, what Coach Turner in our office is trying to get done this year. All right, so once again, that is Terry McLaren uh, with us here on the Locked On Podcast Network and Locked On Redskins. I'm Chris Russell. Great to have you with us. We'll come back and we'll finish up the show. Can the Redskins go from worst to first? Good to have you with us, nonetheless, right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Guys, I'm telling you, Built Bar at BuiltBar.com is a great place for you to go if you are looking for a wonderfully tasting chocolate protein bar. After a good workout, as a meal replacement, as breakfast, they have 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut free flavors. Again, the bars are covered 100% chocolate. And unlike your traditional candy bar or your chocolate bar, right, people call them different things, which are loaded with sugar and loaded with calories and loaded with carbs, that is not a built Bar, baby. Go check out what I mean more at BuiltBar.com. Let me give you a for instance, the peanut butter brownie, one of my favorites. 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3, 3 grams of net carbs, yum-y. And again, you could use it as a breakfast, you could use it as a post-workout bar, whatever, as a snack at night instead of that bowl of ice cream, whatever you want to do. This week, they have a special promo going on. You can save up to 50% on everything. Go find out more at BuiltBar.com, BuiltBar.com, and if you use the promo code Locked On, you'll get $10 off your first order, so maybe you can do both, and you can kind of tie it all together. Go check it out, BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and again, you can save up to 50% 
off of their entire line of 16 different flavors and all sorts of yummy goodness at BuiltBar.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we're back here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. We wrap it up. We were going to do something on Barris Verluga's column in the Washington Post from earlier this week, but actually we've had a change of plan while recording this. The Athletic and Rhiannon Walker has leaked an internal memo slash email from head coach Ron Rivera uh, of the Washington Redskins to uh, all employees at Redskins Park and FedEx Field. So we wanted to read it for you here so you know uh, what is going on and part of what the Redskins are doing here. And it reads, um, quote, and again, this is from Ron Rivera. I wanted to take some time to thank everyone who participated in our town hall discussions last week. I gained new perspective on many of the social is- societal issues that have been highlighted and learned a great deal after hearing all of your stories, experiences, and suggestions about how our organization can make a difference in helping to make our community safer for people of color. As we stated last week, these initial town hall discussions are only the beginning, and we still want to hear your suggestions on how we as an organization can take action in the fight against social injustice and police brutality. We will be closing the office this Friday in recognition and celebration of Juneteenth, which commemorates the effective end of slavery in the United States. This monumental day is celebrated each year, but given all that has transpired, there is no doubt that the impact of this day will be even more heartfelt this year. I challenge you all to take the day to reflect on our discussions this past week and really dive in and do some research to come up with additional ideas that we can implement to improve our community. Later this week, we will be sending out specific action items the organization will be executing as well as the date of our next town hall meeting. We've taken the first step as teammates and colleagues and shared our frustrations and experiences. Now we must put our minds together and take the next step in creating programs to fight this battle right here in the DMV. Signed, Head Coach Ron Rivera. All right, so that's uh, certainly interesting. A bunch of teams are doing that. Um, I was wondering if the Redskins were going to do it, but clearly they are, uh, and it's well-worded by Ron Rivera, and it's a smart idea, obviously, um, to do this, especially this year. But really, I mean, you know, it it should have been done already. It, it should have been done, you know, but I don't know why things – sometimes take so long um, in and it's not just the Redskins it's it's other teams other leagues Uh, this has not been you know a thing until quite honestly right now um, you know where teams are are giving their employees and shutting down buildings and all that stuff Uh, again this is pretty simple to do Uh, And I don't know why it took uh, as long as it did. All right, we'll wrap it up real quickly with this. Can the Redskins go from worst 
to first? Well, Adam Shine of NFL.com, NFL Media, wrote a column about that. We wrote it up at RedskinsReport.com, put a little video slide together. Uh, the Redskins are ranked fifth among eight teams in terms of the best chances to go from worst to first. Number one on that list uh, is the Detroit Lions and Matt Patricia, team the Redskins beat last year because of Matt Stafford apparently coming back healthy, apparently. Matt Patricia, I guess, in a must-win situation, Adam Shine goes with Detroit number one. Number two, the Los Angeles Chargers, Anthony Lynn. Uh, no Phillip Rivers. Number three, Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, and the Arizona Cardinals. Week two opponent for the Washington Redskins. Number four, the Miami Dolphins. Brian Flores finishing up strong last year. And then at number five comes the Redskins at 3-13. and 13. Now, they are ahead of the Carolina Panthers, the Cincinnati Bengals, and in last place of the eight worst-to-first contenders, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jay Gruden, of course, the offensive coordinator there. So it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on LOR. Coming up on the next episode, you will hear more from Terry McLaren. Next week, you'll hear from Ryan Kerrigan. Still more to come, more coverage throughout the offseason right here on LOR. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.